NFR Extra follows all your favorite cowboys, interviews legends of rodeo, and talks to the best of country music. Follow Nevada Caldwell, Ryland Bentley, and Steve Godert every week as they delve deep into the stories behind the road to gold in Vegas at the National Finals Rodeo. It's revealing, comedic, and sometimes emotional. Find it on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. NFR Extra, all dirt, all rodeo, all year. NFR Extra, episode 68, as we get ready for the Wrangler NFR in Arlington, Texas for December. General Manager of the Junior World Finals and our ex-co-host of NFR Extra, Bo Garner joins Brylin, Steve, and myself to talk about the details with what's happening in Fort Worth for Cowboy Christmas and all the excitement wrapped around the Junior World Finals taking center stage in the historic Cowtown Coliseum. And following Bo, we hang out with rodeo announcer, broadcaster, Matt West, to talk about joining Steve Goder announcing the Junior World Finals and the unique ride he's been on since March. But up next, Rodeo News of the Week with Brylon Bentley. This is Brylon's Bull, the Rodeo News of the Week. PRCA stat of the week, $1,377,723. The amount paid to PRCA competitors during the first 25 days of the 2021 PRCA season. Colleen Anders wins the Ram Mountain State Circuit Finals Rodeo. His efforts were worth $3,561 boost in the 2021 PRCA Ram standings and a qualification to the Rams National Circuit Finals Rodeo in Kissimmee in April. The winning stock contractor for 2020 Polaris Ranger Bermuda Award is Summit Pro Rodeo, while the winning rodeo committee for the 2020 Polaris Ranger Bermuda Award is the Ute Stampede in Nephi, Utah. Next generation of rodeo stars will compete at the Junior World Finals presented by Yeti. From December 3rd through 12th at the Wrangler Rodeo Arena inside the Countdown Coliseum at the famous Fort Worth Stockyards, more than 750 youth contestants will compete for titles in nine events. Bull riding, team roping, tie-down roping, steer wrestling, barrel racing, breakaway, pole bending, mini saddle bronc riding, and mini bareback riding. Competition start at 7.30 a.m. daily and admission is just 10 bucks. Visit NFRExperience.com for details. Hi, I'm Nellie Miller, world champion barrel racer, and this is NFR Extra. Welcome to NFR Extra, Mr. Bo Gardner. Wow. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? Uh, We're good. Welcome back to the podcast, Mr. X co-host. It's good to have you back on here. (laughs) Well, it's good to be back, but uh, you guys are riding a really fast train right now, so I couldn't keep up. Let's talk about Junior World Finals in Fort Worth, Texas. What is going on with that event for you, Bo? You're pretty busy right now with it. We have been on a roller coaster ride this year, of course, with this whole pandemic. But uh, on the positive side of throughout this year, the producers have all said that their entries are almost doubled what they have had last year in their qualifiers. Uh, 
their guess as good as anybody else is all the other events these kids have been involved in, whether it's with school or their summer programs, have all been canceled. So rodeo was the only thing open, so that's what they went to do. So, for example, Kelly Kaminsky said last year at this one event she had 140 entries. This year she had close to 300. So Holy cow. Uh, just, just a big jump in the qualifying events. That's amazing. With everything That's going the qualifying on. events. Those the numbers for the junior world finals are are staying similar to what they were last year. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we are just over uh, seven hundred entries, um, which is wow. That's just amazing for for what the producers have done this summer, and they are so excited to be at the Caltown Coliseum in the um, Fort Worth Stockyards. So what a great venue. Um, that venue has a big tradition. The kids are all excited to be there. The, the parents are excited to be there. We got a, a great lineup. We're still doing our first five days of rough stock, last five days of, of timed events. And uh, like I said, over 700 entries. So it should be very exciting this year. That's insane. After we toured Cowtown last week, as you walk through that place, you, there's not an empty wall anywhere there with pictures that basically talk about every single celebrity, Western lifestyle, rodeo, cowboy, country artist, slash whatever, has been to Cowtown, has rode there, performed there. That place is about as historic as it comes when it comes to rodeo. There's a lot of platform here for Junior World Finals and what's going on with this place being there. Uh, how does that feel with for what you've created over the years with this junior rodeo circuit where it was at one point junior and far. And before that, it was just like whatever Bo could bring into the oh, Wrangell Rodeo right. Arena. Yeah. Here you are. You're bringing something you've created to the Mecca of rodeo. How does that feel Bo? You know, it's um, very rewarding and uh, we do it all for the kids. You know, the, the Steve Godert's of the world, the, um, this year, uh, Mr. Matt, um, some, some great announcers, but what we do, is all for the kids and for giving them that opportunity when, you know, when you run through 7,000 to 10,000 kids through these qualifiers and, and they compete for these top 700. And last year, I believe we had close to 900 entries, um, nine events, just, uh, you got to tip the hat to the producers. Uh, you know, they do a phenomenal job. We have a wonderful team, our marketing team, our corporate marketing team. We just, uh, we gel and we just make it work. So it is very rewarding. Uh, not one person can do this. Um, it, it takes a handful and um, we're, we're very lucky. Did you ever see this thing being this big? Like no. when you envisioned this deal, did no. you, this was just out of the ballpark? Yeah. Yes, sir. I mean, our goal is to hit that million dollar prize money mark. That would be huge for these kids. Um, we hope that uh, when it gets back to Vegas next year, we're in a new venue, um, mm -hmm. more opportunities for the sponsors. Uh, that's what it takes. You know, um, it's what we have to do, but uh, that's, that's what drives us. You've loaned us one of your announcers that has helped us host this <laughs> show and taken it to another level, Mr. Uh, Steve Goder. Well, he said you guys pay him more than we do. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. Shit, you oh. guys get paid for this? This is awesome. <laughs> Well, his other cohort, or at least used to be his cohort, which is uh, Andy Seiler, mm -hmm. talk about big time. He is no longer going to be working yeah. with Mr. Godard. He's moved on to the 
well, I don't know, the Super Bowl of rodeos, the Wrangler yeah. National Finals. Who's yeah, this like new gen? Contestants, right? He had to follow follow suit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, nowhere nowhere to go but up, right? When you leave That's Junior right. World Finals, so who who's this uh, other gentleman? And he's man, he's no slappy when it comes to rodeo announcers either. Who's who's this gentleman you brought on, Mister Goder? You know more about him than we all do. Yeah, no, I'm really excited, man. That's you know, Andy Siler. We we really meshed over the last few years, um, and we still you know we we maintain a. Uh, personal relationship uh, and talk pretty frequently. And when he got the NFR, I was very excited for him. Um, but also who's going to fill that void. And one person that I thought of that um, I've never really worked with much at all. Uh, I worked with him one time in Vegas and that was when the BFO was in the uh, Wrangler arena there, but Matt West. And I mean, this guy is as professional as they can be. He announces the PBR world finals. He announces uh, the American, he announces the road to the horse. He's one of the, you know, he's built for tough PBR announcer. Um, I think the level of professionalism that Matt is going to bring to the junior world finals, not only on the announcers uh, booth, but also down on the arena floor and what his capabilities are um, for interviewing. I think it's going to be comparable to what Andy does on the arena. Andy's a great interviewer. He's a good announcer, but Andy Seiler is like, he's, he's like Joe Buck. Like the guy's smooth. He's got a bunch of facts. He knows a lot of different stuff, but, and, and Matt West is on that same deal. Um, And that's somebody, you know, I was like, Man, I, it's kind of a really, for me personally, it's going to be a great opportunity to work with Matt. But Matt West is going to take it to, um, you know, maybe, I don't want to say the next level, but it's going to be another level and it's going to be really cool to work with Matt West. Mr. Goder, you're full of levels. You know, anybody that comes, hangs out with you, you always take them to another level. Yeah, you know, I mean, you got to you got to be able to go, you know, I mean, two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive. I don't know where we're going to go, man, but that's, you know. And Matt, I mean, Matt, he kind of makes you, I mean, I will say the thing is Matt's on another level for the workout deal. I mean, he's got his own gym. Like, I mean, his I son is swolled up. So no, it's going to be cool. But though, you'll man. fit right in. That's awesome. I know. Yeah. That's I great. Big dudes. <laughs> Better have a vet on hand. Cause these puppies are sick boys. <laughs> oh my goodness, boys. And girls. Well, I'm sorry, Brylan. I forgot you yeah. were there. Oh, don't worry. You can have your gym time. I will not intervene, but we'll uh, reel that in just a little bit and go back to the competition and the money of the junior world finals. But what do you think we're looking at this year? Wow. Uh, Competition, uh, according to the producers, should be really stiff. I mean, uh, they've got some great kids. Um, Handful of them say they have the next uh, NFR contestants uh, this year. So, uh, we love seeing that um, as far as uh, as far as prize money. So um, we are charging, there is a $10 entry fee this year to the, to the daytime um, activities at the Caltown Coliseum. We will start at 7.30 each morning. It'll probably go till 3.30, 4 o'clock each day. Uh, all of that for $10. And of course, um, LV has always um, allotted um, that money to go towards the prize money. So um, this year, a different venue, different things. Uh, you know, we have not experienced, we don't own it. So we're renting it, we're leasing it, right? But the, our friends there, the stockyards are, are doing everything they can to help us with this deal. So we went from not having anything to ending up in this location um, with these opportunities for these kids. And like I said, once those kids get in that arena, it'll, it'll put a big smile on their face. So 
just for them to have the opportunity to compete this year. So um, we're going to do our best to uh, award them with everything that we have. And of course, um, you always get that uh, Montana Silversmith uh, prize buckle and you always will have that title. So um, it's, it's, it's a great honor. Well, that is super special what you got going on with the Junior World Finals. Let's break right there and then come back to talk about what's going on with Cowboy Christmas at the Fort Worth Convention Center. Cowboy Christmas. The Wrangler NFR's official gift show is coming to the Fort Worth Convention Center December 3rd through 12th. Don't miss the biggest and best Western gift show in the world. You'll find Western apparel, art, furniture, jewelry, and more. There's also a lineup of live events featuring country music stars and NFR contestants, autograph sessions, giveaways galore, and admission is free. Get more at NFRExperience.com. Cowboy Christmas. We're all in in Texas, and it's all here. This is Brylin Bentley from NFR Extra. We talk to cowboys, legends, and country stars and delve deep into the stories in and behind the road to the gold in Vegas. It's revealing, comedic, and sometimes emotional. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you're listening right now. NFR Extra, all dirt, all rodeo, all year. Hey, this is Chancey Williams, and you're listening to NFR Extra. We are back with general manager of the Junior World Finals, Bo Gardner. So exposure-wise, I know that in the past we've streamed on YouTube Live. What where are you going to be able to catch so, the Junior World Finals? Uh, we're going to have the same streaming. Uh, our friend Steve Lemon's still going to have his uh, st- same streaming um, there. Uh, we will have probably three, four cameras there uh, for that. But uh, we always have our visitors, right? We'll have our Wrangler network there. And, of course, we'll have the Cowboy Channel there. They're right next door. There's, I'm sure they're excited to, to participate and be involved in this event. You know, this is their first year also for the NFR. So they're going to be busy covering the entire NFR experience, whether it's Cowboy Christmas or Cowtown Coliseum or what takes place down there in Arlington, you know. So um, they're going to have their hands full. When you think about for the youth, this is such a, to sure. Andy's point, it's like a, a like a match in a, in a haystack. Like it's just, it's going to start such a, such a vibe that you better be able to get your arms around that bow. Cause it's going to be bigger as you leave there and what you create for Vegas in 2021. Yeah. We're, we're excited about 2021, but the envy you've seen the stockyards, you have seen the mule alley and, and all the upgrades that they have been uh, experiencing down there over the past year. And, and just for the families to come down, hang out in that town, uh, get themselves something to eat, and come to stop by Cowtown Coliseum, catch a little Junior World Finals, uh, we'd love to see them. Cowtown or Fort Worth is like, if you love rodeo contestants, I'm pretty sure you get to see every contestant you've ever thought you wanted to. Like uh, walking the streets of Hollywood, right? You correct. Know who you're yes. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, in our world of rodeo, the Cowtown area is definitely a Hollywood Boulevard, right? But then just a hop, skip, and a jump down the road about 10 minutes is the Fort Worth Convention Center where we have big plans. Their convention center is um, it's a great facility, um, it, and they have been more than – had their arms wide open for us, um, very easy to work with. Um, so we're excited. Um, we will have our live stage there, Cowboy Christmas, uh, Fort Worth Convention Center, hours, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day, and it is free. We have uh, a lineup of entertainment. We have 
the best exhibitors out there as far as um, Western lifestyle, the niche, the official NFR merchandise. I mean, anything and everything is there at, uh, at arm's length. So we love our exhibitors. We're trying to take Vegas to Fort Worth, right? And um, we want it to look and feel just like Cowboy Christmas in Vegas. There seems to be a kind of an intimate feel there, right? To your point oh, that amazing. we're talking about the Titanic when that we're talking about the convention center. Yeah. experience. I mean, it's there's so many, um, all within walking distance, uh, so many hotel properties, high-end restaurants, your local bar, taverns, just um, so much to do downtown. And, you know, we are in, we have roughly 230 exhibitors Inside the convention center, you know, we all had to scale down. We had the Ram Ride and Drive is outside, which is brand new for Cowboy Christmas. We're going to have a Studio 101, which is uh, going to feature Yellowstone. Oh. We are going to have our, of course, NFR Central, where NV and his team will be hanging out. Um, we will have uh, uh, Vegas uh, featuring the hotels. Uh, Cowboy Christmas 2021, all of NFR 2021. Um, and of course, you can't miss our live stage. Um, on our live stage, we will have a uh, Flint Rasmussen outside the barrel. Uh, that should be around a noon start time. And this year, we have a brand new um, show to present, uh, brought to you by our friends at Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. And that is going to be called Cowboy Revival. Um, with host Mr. Shane Miner, NB. He was a host on your your podcast there, so uh, he is quite a uh, an entertainer. Um, a, a, in his early years, right, he was a bull rider, and um, then became a um, country music artist. Had like three songs, I believe, in the top thirty, and he is now one of the most sought after songwriters in Nashville, Tennessee. I know that he just had one of his newest songs released. Cold as you. With, yes, cold as you. Luke Combs. Uh, Luke, with our Luke friend. Combs. Yeah, yeah. So very exciting. To amplify on what you're talking about for the um, the Cowboy Revival, is he's bringing special guests on, right? I mean, yeah. he's got a slew of guys that are, I'll say, artists that are going to be coming on and performing there too. So yes, sir. Um, so. Cowboy Revival is about traditional country music, um, which is a soft spot not only in his heart, but also in our friends with the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. Um, they're the ones that introduced us to uh, Mr. Dale Singletary and, um, of course, um, uh, Mr. Andy Griggs. Uh -huh. So that is all about traditional country music. And so the guests that he is bringing on are those that are trying to revive that music in Nashville. Um, it is an uphill battle, but they're not giving up. So uh, some of these songwriters, um, our friend Dean, um, who's with uh, George Strait, right? Uh, he's going to be one of his guests and then several others. So we want, not only will have songwriters, but he'll have your traditional music artists like David Lee Murphy and and um, uh, quite a few others. Easton Corbin, of course, will be there, but uh, there'll be several others. And um, yeah, we'll, we're making time for them on our stage and uh, we're going to be featuring it. So hopefully, I told him uh, the last conversation I had with him, I said, uh, you know, we're not really in that big of a crunch for time. So you really don't have to be off the stage at, at such and such time. He goes, Bo, 
you never tell that to a country music artist that he can have that stage because he's just going to stay on that stage for him. Like, well, then, then go for it. So yeah, well, that's going to be cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Bo, you've pulled a 300 pound rabbit out of a little black magic hat here in a matter of a couple of months uh, with your team and, and everybody else involved in Fort Worth and in Arlington and everything else you've had to do. I got to tell you, man, it's uh it's 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 been amazing to watch i know i've been a part of it but to know what you've had to do with your team definitely not your las vegas cowboy christmas or las vegas junior world finals right no it's going to be a win-win both like you said nb on the junior world final side for the contestants for the you know the families the entertainment uh, side of it it's it's always a good watch and uh, it's going to be a good listen this year with mr matt west on board and, and mr steve Do- goder um a great crew, uh, junior world finals. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be exciting. And of course, cowboy Christmas, uh, it's a tradition. It's a long tradition as the official gift show for the Wrangler national finals rodeo. And, um, we want to live up to that. And, um, I think our team has put together a good product this year. Couldn't agree with you more, man. Thank you for coming on. I thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm just excited to create history in a place that is so history driven. I mean, you walk the streets of Cowtown. It's a little different than what we're used to. And we obviously create history every year in Las Vegas, but it's something different for the kids. And we're glad we can make it happen. Bo, thank you, sir, for joining NFR Extra. Thank you, gentlemen. And Ms. Brylin. The next generation of rodeo stars will compete at the Junior World Finals presented by Yeti. From December 3rd through 12th at the Wrangler Rodeo Arena inside the Countdown Coliseum at the famous Fort Worth Stockyards. Visit NFRExperience.com for details. The first National Finals Rodeo was held in 1959. Since that time, the greatest cowboys and cowgirls have graced rodeo's biggest stage in pursuit of a coveted gold buckle and the title of a world champion. We continue to honor the top 60 NFR contestants of all time. In 1985, at the age of 20, Joe Beaver won the PRCA Resist All Rookie of the Year Award and entered the National Finals Rodeo in Las Vegas as the youngest tie-down roper. After 10 days of intense competition, he left Las Vegas with his first world title launching his rise to rodeo and roping stardom. His talent, persona, and competitiveness were all on display at the Thomas Mack Center, which became known as the house that Joe built. Joe followed his rookie performance up with the back-to-back tie-down roping world championships in 1987 and 1988. He continued to build his resume in the 90s when he repeated the feat, capturing the tie-down world title two more times in 1992 and 1993. In 95, he raised the bar when he won the all-around world championship. Not one to rest on his laurels. He was again the world champion all-around cowboy in 1996. When injuries forced him out of competition for most of 1999, he still made the trip to the NFR, but this time as a television commentator for ESPN. He returned in 2000 at 35 years of age to win his third all-around title, rallying from $75,000 behind. During his illustrious career, Joe qualified for the NFR 19 times and won eight world championships in tie-down and all-around. Looking to rope in some news and features you can't find anywhere else? Then look no further than the series of blogs and vlogs at nfrexperience.com. You'll find customized content from experts in all things rodeo, 
and Las Vegas. There's the NFR Insider and Stock Blog with Susan Canode, Hurley's Hotspot and Heart of the NFR with Brian Herbert, The Road to the NFR with Mr. Dale Brisby, NFR Experience with Patrick Everson, and the Junior World Finals with Jack Nallen. There's something for all rodeo fans. Check it out at the newly redesigned NFRExperience.com. This is the NFR. This is Vegas. Hi, this is Tuff Edelman, four-time world champion bull rider, and you're listening to NFR Extra. With a passion for rodeo sports and a voice that is not often forgotten, Matt West has worked diligently over the years to become a well-known personality in the Western sports world. His talent rapidly moved him along to work on the milestone of announcing his first PBR World Finals in Las Vegas in 2010. Today, West is an integral part of the PBR team, including appearing on Ride Pass, the Sports 24-7 Western Sports Digital Network, and representing PBR in Canada, Australia, and other international markets. Welcome to NFR Extra, Mr. Matt West. Man, thanks for having me. Uh, excited about this, actually. Yeah, well, you know, the, obviously we've got some good stuff to talk about, and well, there's always plenty to talk about. Yeah, there's uh, this whole year you could take just about anything. Murder hornets, uh, asteroids flying <laughs> by the Earth. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, fire tornadoes up in Northern California. Take your pick, right? Pandemic. Oh, that's right. We're Literally going through that. anything that you could ever dream up, <laughs> it happened in 2020. No doubt about it. The great thing about it is there's always so much positive coming on the other side. So, And, and I feel like that's where we're at. There's a lot of positive coming down the pipe. I couldn't agree with you more. Where were you when... when Kind of, let's just call it, I think we're all folks around mid-March, March 13th, which was basically Friday. Where yeah. were you when you got the news and what was what were you getting prepared for event-wise? You mean kind of when the world shut down? Correct. Uh, we were actually in Duluth, Georgia at a PBR event that was supposed to be open to an audience. And at the last second, we got the call that it was going to be shut down and no fans were going to be there in attendance. We had all already traveled to Atlanta. We were there in Georgia. We were ready to just continue to move forward. And we had to kind of call an audible. And uh, it, it was it was brutal that we couldn't have fans there. But we kept going forward because at this time, we were very much, you know, uncertain about the future, what was going to happen and everything. So we did the entire PBR event to an empty arena, which was a little surreal. I mean, we went full sound and everything. And um, we treated it just like it was a, a, a packed house because we knew we had an audience that was watching at home on television and at right on ride pass. And so um, that's where we were at, man. We were, we were in Georgia and for us, we tried to make it as normal as we could be good knowing that things were about to get very, very different for the entire industry. So. PBR has been on a roller coaster, man, since then. Uh, where, what have you been doing during this time, during that time with events and things like that? So we, we left Georgia and we knew we were kind of going into a break, but that was kind of the, the pause button for us. We left there not knowing, like, just like everybody else, not knowing what was going to happen next, if we were going to come back for a second half. And I've got to give a lot of props to the PBR. Uh, Sean Gleason, and the entire crew, they immediately started brainstorming and what can we do? Because we know that as, as an industry as a whole, we have a wide spectrum of fans that just want to be able to consume Western sports. And, you know, so they put together the made for TV 
product, the team concept. We moved to Las Vegas for an entire month. Um, never thought I would live in Las Vegas for an entire month, especially the month of June, but we did. And, you know, we, we tried something new. Fans were very receptive. And, and I felt like we were doing our part in keeping the industry, just keeping the industry alive. And um, there were so many smaller rodeos that started taking the initiative to start moving forward and start opening back up. And, and you know, and, and it's scary. The whole thing's been scary, whether or not we were going to be able to, to have a job next week. Um, but it has. It's been a roller coaster. Now we're back at half capacity, and, and the good news is we're back in front of fans. And, you know, at the beginning of all this, we were looking for any kind of positive, any kind of silver lining, and, and we're getting it. So. So go go back to because man, I tell you that created a lot of confidence with people, and there were some things that are also happening with uh, PRC. They're doing rodeos that open up in May, and you know at that time yeah. it was like, holy crap, is this really happening? Like, because it just seemed like it was so bizarre to think about April and then how we went into May. How was that event at South Point? Because I followed it like a hawk on TV and through social. How how did that everything go through there? It was, and and I think the word gets overused sometimes, but it was incredible. It was incredible to see the way that they could transform that arena at the South point into basically a TV studio. And that's what it was. It was a soundstage for, you know, lack of a better term. And it was just a television studio. And to think that our athletes, our bull riders were in a made for TV moment that, I mean, that's all it was. It was just made for television. Um, we hated it that there were no fans, but we knew there were fans on the other side of the television that were getting to see uh, these incredible athletes. And so, yeah, it was uh, it was an experience I'll never forget, to say the least. And so it was, yeah, it was nothing short of, of incredible. Yeah, I think it, when you look back, man, for your career, that's going to be one of those moments that you were part of, like, some sort of history, right? I mean, Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. You'll, you'll never forget the first time you, you walk into the Thomas and Mac whether it's as a fan or a competitor, you'll never forget the first time you compete at AT&T stadium or you walk in there as a fan or, you know, a competitor Madison square garden. And, you know, I, we personally will never forget when the world was shut down and we got to bring Western sports back to our fans. Man. So yeah, it's definitely something that, you know, we didn't plan on it being part of the bucket list, but it sure ended up there and I'm glad it did. <laughs> Talking about memorable moments, this year we fast forward to a couple big rodeos in Arlington, one being the PBR, one being the NFR. What are your thoughts? Are you excited? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm beyond excited because at the core of everything, I'm a rodeo fan. I've uh, been watching the rodeo, been watching the NFR since I was a kid, and it's going to have a new look. It's going to have a new feel. And, and for me, it goes back to I'm just – elated that the guys and gals are going to get to compete because as rodeo athletes, you spend your entire life working to get to a certain level of competition. And when you get there to think that that's going to be taken away from you, that's heartbreaking. And, and nobody should ever work their whole life for something to have it just stripped away from them. And I go to, you know, Sage Kimsey's chasing history. If, if he did not get to compete for that seventh world title, that would be heartbreaking. The first time qualifiers to the NFR, if they did not get to compete, you know, it's that's crushing to not just this season, but that adds a lot of negative on moving forward. Is it worth the chase? Now, all of a sudden, you throw in a new venue, a new 
atmosphere, a new environment, potentially new fans. Um, yeah, to say I'm excited is, is a little bit of an understatement. I get kind of giddy like a little kid. Anytime we talk about things like this, I get super amped up because I'm going to go as a fan. And it's been a long time since I've got to go to the Thomas and Mac and actually watch a rodeo. There's no way that I'm not going to be inside that stadium in Arlington, Texas, at least for one round. And just to say that I was there and got to be a part of it. On a normal year for you, what does Vegas look like? Uh, a blur. <laughs> like a lot of people, <laughs> Vegas can tend to be a blur for 10 or 12 days in December. But for me, I typically, um, I, I do some stuff with the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation during the day, but every night I host the watch party and the after party at the Mirage Rodeo Vegas. And so I know that no matter what I do during the day at whatever time it starts that evening, that's where I'm at all night, every night I am on stage at the Mirage and, uh, with Rodeo Vegas this year, obviously no Rodeo Vegas. And so I'm a little bit excited. We're talking about some things and I, and I think my schedule is going to be a little bit more full than I, I, uh, planned on. Obviously we know one thing I'm going to be doing that I'm super excited about, but my evenings could be opened up a little bit more and get to just enjoy it as a fan. When you think about someone like you who, who quantifies event and shares it with the crowd and whatnot, um, let's fast forward to, to 2021. You know, w- what kind of energy do you see coming out of this? Cause as we see, we see a lot of positive, right? What, what do you see as the energy that will carry on in 21, 2021 and for PBR NFR finals in Las Vegas? I think everything is a step up. I think everything is, is a rung up on the ladder because yeah, we're changing venues. We're making the most of it, but we're also uh, getting to, partake in a fresh opportunity, a fresh opportunity to be in new venues, to be in, you know, bigger stadiums. And the thing that I look at is what we're going to do in November and December in Western sports in two very, very large venues are going to move into 2021 with the idea, just like the American did, we can fill a stadium as Western sports athletes. And that's something that if, if you go back a decade ago or, or, you know, especially when I was a kid, you think about, you know, rodeo is, is to a lot of people in a lot of the world, a, a niche audience. It's not a stadium show. Now you start looking at, you know, even musicians like Garth Brooks, uh, you know, Kenny Chesney, those kind of superstars that start to go on these stadium tours. And you're like, man, now all of a sudden you start to look at it. Hey, Cowboys and Cowgirls can fill a stadium, can fill multiple stadiums within a month. And and I know that tickets are going to be a little different this year, but do they have to be next year and the year after that? So for me, it's just it's a it's a huge opportunity to grow the industry as a whole. Man, I couldn't agree more with you, Matt. And the rodeo industry sure is blessed to have you. Let's stop right there, though, and take a quick break. When we come back, let's dive into your passion for youth rodeo and what it means to join the Junior World Finals team. Cowboy Christmas. The Wrangler NFR's official gift show is coming to the Fort Worth Convention Center December 3rd through 12th. Get more at NFRExperience.com. Cowboy Christmas. We're all in in Texas, and it's all here. 
NFR Extra follows Cowboys, talks to legends and country stars, and finds the stories that make up the season that leads to the annual showdown in December. Follow me, Nevada Caldwell, Brylan Bentley, and Steve Goder as we delve deep into the stories in and behind the road to gold. Listen to NFR Extra on Rural Radio, channel 147 on Sirius XM, every Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, with our re-air Tuesday in the same time slot. NFR Extra, all dirt, all rodeo, all year. Want to relive the best NFR moments from the last 35 years? We've got you covered at NFRExperience.com. Check out the NFR History tab at the newly redesigned website for a walk, or should we say a gallop, down memory lane. You'll find images, recaps, and videos from the greatest moments from the last 35 years in Las Vegas. From Ty Murray to Trevor Brazil, Louis Field to Casey, Charmaine James to Mary Berger, Fred Whitfield to Joe Beaver, and everything in between, you'll find it here. There's something for all rodeo fans. Check it out at the newly redesigned NFRExperience.com. This is NFR. This is Vegas. Hi, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner and chief executive officer of the D Las Vegas. And this is NFR Extra. We are here with PBR announcer Matt West. In 2017, Matt fulfilled his lifelong dream of opening his own gym, West Fit. It is a 24-hour fitness facility, and its primary focus is to provide a clean, fun and positive environment to help people become the healthiest versions of themselves possible. I keep hearing you talking about being a kid and growing up in rodeo, right? Let's, let's transition into what we get to work with you on. And this is the junior world finals. What is this meaning to you as far as when you get to give back to the rodeo business and what you get to do with junior world finals, being the announcer, working with Steve Godert. It, it kind of goes back to this. And, and Steve and I had this conversation as soon as we found out we were going to get to do this together, we got on the phone together and we talked for quite a while about the opportunity for us to, to give back to the industry. So here's the deal, man. We all start as fans, no matter what role you play in this world, you, you start as a fan. Um, we all started as little kids who didn't really know what we were going to do. Think about this. 2020, Western sports kept sports alive when the world was shut down. You know, baseball, football, basketball, they were all done. They had no idea what was going to happen. Rodeo, PBR, continued to find ways to work through this pandemic to safely bring our sport back to fans. We started opening the doors back up to fans. And through this whole thing, so many new people got to put eyes on Western sports and I know a lot of people don't like that term Western sports, but I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's horse shows. I don't care if it's rodeos, if it's barrel races, whatever it is. There were a lot of new people that bought a ticket and walked through the door for the first time because it was the most accessible thing at this time. So not only do we have an, a lot of new eyeballs on the spectrum, now we get to bring the youth back into it and involve them because at the end of the day, they are the future of this industry. So with all the excitement, that, and I tell you, I wish you could have been on the phone call when Steve and I started talking about the Junior World Finals and about us getting to be a part of it because we were. It, it was like somebody had called and said, we got to work the NFR or, you know, the first PBR Finals or whatever because we get to make that moment for those kids. We get to help be a part of that because these kids are the ones that are going to take this industry, not just this event, but this entire industry into the future. They're going to get to be a part of the growth. They're going to get to be a part of taking this to an even bigger place than any of us ever thought possible. And so we get to help kind of tell their stories and make sure that they continue this excitement that we all have. 
how awesome is it for the youth to get access to this, to hear Matt West, who they see on TV, uh, Steve Goddard, who they're going to find out is an awesome announcer and just this dude who is a, uh, let's just call him a, the 2019 auctioneer champion, right? Like just, it's just, I think the fun part of the, to your point, the Western sports side, the kids coming there and what they get to see. I mean, how important is that for them? Not even just that, but think about this because there is a lot of youth rodeo centered around Texas, Oklahoma, and this part of the country. Um, and you mentioned it. Sometimes it's expensive to make the haul across the country to go to Vegas for a few days, but the families that are going to be able to show up, the grandmas and the grandpas, the aunts, the uncles, the cousins that are going to get to watch these kids compete now all of a sudden bring even more energy to what these kids are doing because, you know, grandma and grandpa might not have been able to afford to fly or drive to Las Vegas and spend, you know, or aunts, uncles had to stay home and do chores and take care of things at the house while, you know, the kids went and competed. Now you're close enough for a lot of those kids that everybody, every member of the family is going to get to show up and support them. And that's what this is all about. Whether it's me, Steve, you guys talking about it on the podcast, this entire thing is about supporting the youth. And so now they, they get to bring it straight from home. They get to bring their support systems that are there at the junior rodeos all year long that, that helped drive them to and from places through this entire pandemic. And now they get to be there for the culmination of the whole deal. And that's what excites me. Um, I tend to get a little emotional sometimes and, and I'm already thinking about these kids that are going to be smiling and jumping up and down and their moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas all hugging and, and excited about it. And so that's what continues to, to make me more excited about this every day. Yeah, I can agree more. I'm going to switch gears just a little bit in your spare time, which I'm sure you don't have much of it, but you're a huge fitness person as well as a podcaster. How did you get into both of those worlds? So when I was a lot younger, I was not in good shape whatsoever. And I, I made a quick change on that and started learning more and more and more about it. And I told myself that I eventually wanted to open a gym where everybody got along. Everybody, no matter what they look like, had the same goal in mind. And that was just to get in and be the best version of themselves, not to look at somebody else and try to, you know, try to meet their their goals, but to be able to be the best version of yourself. And it kind of goes back to like, you know, in, in church, we learn that we're to glorify God by being the best version of me that I can be. Well, in the gym, all you got to worry about is being the best version of you that you can be. And so my, my biggest thing was I wanted a place where everybody respected everybody, no matter where they came from or what their goals were. And it took a lot longer. Um, but we eventually got to open the doors of this place in 2017. And so now I own my own gym and it has become a total passion project. I had the same thing in terms of Western sports and rodeo and, and bull riding. When I got to know so many of these athletes behind the scenes and I wanted to tell their stories so that everybody else could enjoy that same feeling and they could learn what it was like to be with these guys in the locker room every weekend. So I started this podcast called Matt West now and, um, you know, we were kind of sporadic at times because I'm a fan. I'm a fan of not just rodeo, but I'm a fan of music. I'm a fan of other sports. And so, you know, we've had some UFC fighters on there. We've had some country music people on there. But uh, at the core of everything we do, it's it's about Western sports athletes and continuing to grow this audience. And however we can do that, um, I'm always all in. So that was a, a really long-winded 
kind of chasing rabbits answer, but, but hopefully got it all in there. You're dealing with things that have a return on investment, right? Like you're talking about health. There's a return on that, right? You do it. It's going to show in your body and how you feel the podcast, you know, you're, you're going to, Hey, you know, I've been listening to you, Matt. I love who you brought on here. I would have never learned that had you not brought this person on. Right. And then on the rodeo announcing side, I mean, you guys have a different role than let's just say Tony Romo who covers it on CBS sports and you got to turn on the TV, the guy that's at the arena at the stadium. And that was number 22 with the tackle, right? Like there's not much to that person. Right. But for you guys, you have to cover Tony Romo esque. Then you got to cover the actual color side. There's a lot of hats you wear. So you seem, you got some, some blessed stuff going on, man. How, how good is it to be in the environment you're in and what you just shared and, and how you get to live every day? Man, I'm, I'm hands down the luckiest guy in the world. And I mean that wholeheartedly. I'm lucky in the sense that I got to part of this industry and that I've made an entire career out of being a fan. You know, who gets to do that? I I get to show up to work every week and get a front row seat to a sport that I'm the biggest fan in the world of. These athletes that I'm a huge fan of. Now tie in the fact that back in the live event arenas, I get to share that same energy with everybody that bought a ticket. I get to just be a fan along with them, share that energy, share in their excitement. But I also get to sprinkle in a little education here and there and and tell them a little bit more and spread the stories of these guys. I've been blessed that not only have I got to announce in these arenas, but I've also got to do television and I've got to do, you know, the ride pass play by play stuff. And so I've got to experience different facets of what we do in our industry but they all have that one common thing and that's, I've, I've got to be a fan and, uh, and just share that experience. And so we're continuing to do that. And I'm going to ride that train as long as I possibly can. Yeah, that's until awesome. Somebody starts firing me. I don't think that's going to happen, man. You're super talented guy. I hope not. Wow. I hope not. Matt, this is, uh, I want to thank you for coming on, man. As every time we bring somebody on and to your point about podcasting, you learn so much about somebody. It was cool, man. Learn about you. Thank I, you. I, I, I want to say thanks for the entire industry, because what you guys are continuing to do is important. It's very important to uh, all of us, all of us that are lucky enough to work under this brand of, of rodeo and bull riding and Western sports. Um, you guys are continuing to, to get so much knowledge out there and uh, build the industry. A lot of people, when this podcast thing started, people were like, what is that? I would never do that. Well, everybody's starting to come around to realize how important it is. And so it's very, very important what you guys are doing. And so on behalf of the entire industry, thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. I look forward to hearing you announce at Cowtown doing junior world finals come December and uh, many blessed uh, travels for you, man, with PBR and everything else you got going on. Appreciate it very much. Looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Thank you. See you in Texas. Yes, ma'am. We want to thank Bo Gardner and Matt West for joining us on NFR Extra. Want to experience more of the NFR? Then visit nfrexperience.com. And we invite you to subscribe to NFR Extra on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you're listening right now. If you like what you've been hearing on NFR Extra, we would love it if you gave us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe. NFR Extra. All dirt. All rodeo. All year.
gonna make it out to Vegas Where the big boys roam With the rovers and the racers and the bulls and the browns And the ladies in the skin-tight wrangers and the cowboy hats 